Welcome to Uncommon Intuition, a podcast for those seeking to go beyond the mundane and find their magic. Join us as we explore spiritual topics and discover new ways to slow down, refocus, and live intuitively. Hello, and welcome to Uncommon Intuition. I am recording this as a pre-show audio. I find that when I sit down to do my episodes, the guidance that I'm getting ahead of time is just phenomenal. So I had to share what just happened. I needed some inspiration because I knew that this week I wanted to talk about crystals for January and also abundance slash financial stability. And that's about as far as I got. I centered myself and I just knew I needed to get my red Wisdom of the Oracle card deck. So I'm sorting through these four drawers that I keep all my card decks in. And the very last drawer, which is not where this card deck normally is, it's normally in the second drawer because I use it so frequently, but the last drawer is where I had put it. And in behind it, as I'm grabbing it out of the drawer, in behind it is this purple satchel that has a crystal card deck. And I just had to chuckle to myself. I'm like, of course, like, of course you guys guided me to the red card deck so that I could find this purple crystal card deck as well. Obviously, I'm going to be using that in the podcast. But what's even better is that when I actually pulled my card for guidance, I got this card It's number 20. It says imagine on it. It's this turquoise card with a moon on it and all these moonbeams and some clouds that are separating. It's kind of a blase card when you look at it. It's very uninspiring. And at the time when I first looked at it, it was very unmotivating. But then I went to my little guidebook that it came with. And this is the meaning of that particular card. Turning imagination into manifestation, creative thought, visualization, the power of aligning imagery and feelings, creativity, and illusions. I'm like, okay, I see where this is going. You know, in order to manifest anything, you really do need an imagination. And your intuition works off of your imagination as well. The next part of this little guidebook, it says, who do you want to be? What do you need to believe in in order to have the life that you want? You were gifted with the power to imagine. If you can dream it, you can create it. And I thought, how perfect for the day that I need to talk about money and manifesting money into your life that this little guidebook says, Listen, if you can dream it, you can create it. And I think that's super important when we're talking about things because sometimes we, you know, block ourselves in with our money mindsets. So I think that's where I'm going to start is talking about money mindsets and how that impacts our ability to manifest. to start with talking about your money mindset. What is your true belief system behind money? A lot of times it's a belief system that was handed down from us, from our parents and from our grandparents, such as you have to work hard for your money. Nothing in life is free. 
um, money doesn't grow on trees. Those are some of those ingrained belief systems that we have and house within us. Sometimes our belief system is a reflection of where we are in the current reality. I'm short on money, I'm broke monies, I don't have enough money, um, I don't know where my money's coming from. We stay in that headspace because it's right in front of us and it's hard to get out of that headspace. Another thing to look at with your money belief system is how do you feel when you buy something? Is it already regret before you hand over the money? Is it... Um, a feeling of, well, there goes my last $20. Uh, there, I, it's going to take me a whole week or another paycheck in order to make this up. I'm living paycheck to paycheck. What is your money mindset, your money reality? Because your reality can be one thing, but we want to switch your mindset so that we start seeing the difference in our reality. This isn't necessarily power of positive thinking, but it is allowing the universe to bring you more possibilities. A lot of times when we think about money, we think that it only comes through as cash or a check or something like that. But abundance can really happen through other means. When I work with people about changing their money mindset, a lot of times what starts happening is they find coins. They start with something small, they find coins. I'll say, okay, you want to increase your wealth then the best way we start is to start small. Because it's hard to think that the universe is just going to provide $500 to you easy peasy. But it's easy to think that the universe can find a penny and give it to you, or a nickel, or a dime, or a quarter. So when you're switching your money mindset, you start seeing things incrementally. So you'll find pennies, you'll find the dimes, you'll find the quarters, but also you'll find that things are coming to you freely. Uh, somebody might gift you a coffee or a gift card. Perhaps there's clothing or food supplies. Somebody buys you dinner. Um, money and abundance are not necessarily the same thing. So I like to focus more on abundance and what the universe can provide versus necessarily money because that's just, um, that's a construct that we've created. And abundance, things can flow freely to you, if that makes sense. The first thing I like to do is address when money is leaving you. It's the money you already have. That's the abundance you already feel and think that you have, right? Uh, so anytime that you part with your money, I want you to bless it and say there is always more where that came from. This is a small shift, a small vibrational shift that when you are giving away what you already have, you're saying to the universe, thank you that I have this money to give away and thank you that you're going to replenish and repay it back to me as well. And at the end of this podcast, I'm going to place some more affirmations that you can say and use the one that really resonates with you. Something that really feels like, oh, I could use that one. Don't use them all. Find the one that's like calling, speaking to you um, and use that at least for a week and see if that starts changing things for you. Again, they'll be at the end of the podcast. Now, something I always talk about when it comes to abundance, 
Um, I'm a real believer in what they call feng shui. I'm not really well versed in it, but the concept of it, um, because it's easy. People need to see things in their reality shift and change. They also need to feel like they are doing something to make it shift and change. I'm one of those people. Making a vision board, that's productive. I feel like I'm doing something. Uh, if I'm just in my head trying to meditate on something, I don't feel like it's gonna take root. So I always point people to feng shui. And in feng shui, the bagua, uh, when you walk into your house, that far left-hand corner is the wealth corner. And I always say, what's there? What's in your wealth corner? When I bought the house that I'm currently in, this is a great example of feng shui and that wealth corner. That house that I'm currently in was actually um, foreclosed on and it sat empty for about a year and a half. And there was two previous owners, the lady who built this house, and then I think her daughter and her granddaughter lived here. They all ended up having financial problems. They obviously got foreclosed on the house and the house just like drains money away from itself and from the people that live in it. So when I got in here and I looked at, where's my wealth corners? I kid you not, every single one of them, because this house has a basement, a middle floor, and then the upstairs. Every single one of them had a bathroom in the wealth corner, which is not ideal because it kind of symbolizes that your money's going down the drain. It's either going down the toilet, the sink, or the bathtub. Um, so when I got in here, I decided I'm going to tackle these bathrooms. And one way I did it is I put a, I got fingernail polish out, and I put a red line underneath the toilets. Um, that symbolizes stop. You know, you think of red, you think of a stop sign, but it is also a powerful protection color as well. So I put that red line so that money would stop going down the toilet. Um, and I also started leaving the toilet lid closed all the time when it wasn't in use. I'm not always great with that, but in the beginning, I certainly did that. Um, the other thing I did was I put salt lamps in there to take away the negativity um, and clear that space as well. I also wanted those bathrooms to feel a little bit more luxurious um, instead of just this is the loo. So I made sure to put a little plant in there, some greenery. I also put some symbols of wealth. I bought these little piggies. So pigs um, that had little coin chest with them. And I just put them as a symbol in each of those bathrooms to represent wealth and having abundance and more. The other thing that I did, I tried to bring in green and I tried to bring in purple. You try to bring in water that flows like a fountain. If you don't have a fountain, you can have a mirror, something like that. Um, anything that's going to boost or enhance the energy in that wealth corner is going to be a benefit of you. And then every time you go into that area of your house or your living space, you will recognize, oh, I put that little piggy in the corner and I put that plant right there. These are all things that are going to help me with increasing my abundance in life. And so with my house in particular, me and my husband, we got in here and we started to heal this house. It was very neglected for a long time. And at first the house was taking a lot of our money trying to get it to its place. But 
after probably about six months or so and continuing these um, manifestation practices, our finances started to stabilize and the house no longer leaked money, meaning we didn't need to get a new roof, we didn't need to get new furnace, the pipes didn't burst, things like that. It started to heal itself um, and so did our financial situation. Now, are they related? I like to think that they are related because I do believe that um, your environment impacts what is going on in your life as well. Again, it's a visual representation. The other thing that I like to do for feng shui wealth and abundance is I like to take a look at my wallet, at my purse. You never want to leave your purse on the ground because it feels like it's neglected. You can just toss it to the side. You want to be purposeful with where you're putting your purse. You also want to be purposeful with what you're putting in your wallet. I bet if you were to take out your wallet right now, you might have a lot of receipts in there. Um, you might have gum wrappers and trash. Uh, you may not even have cash in your wallet. Uh, all you have is perhaps credit cards, which can represent debt. I would take inventory of what is in your wallet, what is in your purse. I would get rid of the receipts. I could, I could see keeping coupons in there because that's saving money. Um, I would at least keep some change in there or some dollar bills, something so that when you open your wallet, you actually see money. You see green, you see abundance. Um, I know that it'll come and go out of your wallet. That's fine. But trying to keep a little bit of something, it doesn't have to be $20, $100, just a dollar bill will do. Keeping something in your wallet to represent that. Um, I like to also have a purple wallet, a black wallet, or a green wallet. You could even go with a gold wallet. You don't want a blue wallet because that'll ice out your savings. It'll ice out your wealth. Um, you don't necessarily want to have a pink wallet because then that could represent how you love and are more fascinated with money than you are the things around you or the people around you, I should say. Uh, so those are the things that I do as well. Um, I'm trying to think. The next place I look is the kitchen. The kitchen, uh, if you think about it, was the hub of the home. Um, if you had food back in the day, you were considered wealthy. So keeping your kitchen in a nice order, and I know this is so hard, and I'm not necessarily talking about the sink in the kitchen, I'm more talking along the lines of the stove, because that's where you make your food. Keep the stove top cleared off. Um, I know I store cookie sheets and stuff in my stove. That's fine. Just make sure that they're clean. Ideally, you wouldn't want to store things in there. You want it to be ready to go, but that's not realistic, right? We just want to make sure that the stove top, the microwave, whatever we're cooking food in is clean and has the ability to make food for yourself and your family if you're making food for your family. There are some crystals that you can work with for wealth and abundance. One of them is pyrite, but to be honest, I don't think that I would work with pyrite. I know it's a very lucky stone, but because when I, what I associate pyrite to is fool's gold and I want real gold. I don't want fool's gold. <laughs> I want the real deal. I don't want it to be an imitation of sorts. 
But if you don't have that attachment to it, certainly you can work with pyrite. Another crystal that you can work with is citrine. Citrine is this yellow, beautiful amber colored crystal. And this crystal brings warmth, it brings sunshine and positivity, and it will help you gain the confidence that you need to move forward with your plans for wealth. Another crystal that's been associated with wealth for centuries is jade. Jade is this nice, lovely, calming crystal. It's the shade of green, um, and it's used to soothe anxieties. It also helps to manifest wealth by representing wealth. And if you sleep with it, it'll help turn your dreams towards wealth. So if you need help and creativity and imagination, and even being able to jumpstart how you can believe that wealth can come to you, then jade would be a good crystal to use. Now, another crystal that you can use is malachite. Um, malachite is this beautiful, like forest green with the streaks of this bright green crystal. Um, and what this does is it, it allows you the confidence to make the changes that you need in order to keep the abundance that you have and attract it to you as well. It's great for transforming your beliefs and also those habits that are keeping you from fully achieving the wealth that you need. Another good crystal to work with when you're trying to increase your abundance is tiger's eye. Now tiger's eye is this brown crystal that has um, orange stripes throughout it. And what tiger's eye is really good for is actually luck. So if you're wanting to <laughs> go gamble or whatever, you go ahead and take you a tiger's eye crystal with you while you're doing that. I'm not saying that's how you should increase your wealth, but it is a fortune um, crystal. But what Tiger's Eye does is it gives you the patience, the strength, and the determination to see things through. I think sometimes when we're trying to acquire wealth and keep our abundance, um, it's hard to keep it with us. We want to spend it or we want to gamble it, take a chance on things, which is fine, except we sometimes lose our steam. We lose our determination that this is the direction that we're headed in and this is really what we want. So this is going to help you with that follow through. The next stone is Amazonite. I've got this big, beautiful piece of Amazonite. It's like the sea foamy green color and it's shaped like an egg. Um, this is actually the stone of success and abundance. So if you're wanting to move forward in your career and make more, uh, get a promotion or make more money with your career, then the Amazonite is gonna help you with that because it's gonna bring that work ethic that you need and that success that you need in order to achieve those goals. Now, go-to crystal that a lot of people have is actually clear quartz. Now, clear quartz, all it does is enhance the energy that you give to it. So if your intention is to get abundance or whatever it is, you're going to enhance that energy. So clear quartz is just, it's, it looks like a piece of ice almost. It's see-through. It's definitely clear and it is quartz, right? Clear quartz. Um, anyways, this enhances your intentions. It enhances what you give to it. So if you're not quite sure, you just know that you need more wealth, you know that you need more abundance, this is a nice go-to. So clear quartz.
Another good crystal to use is Green Adventuring. This is almost the same color as my Amazonite. It's that sea foamy color. I also have a tumbled example, a tumbled and polished example of Green Adventuring. Um, isn't that beautiful? So Green Adventuring is really good at creating opportunities and attracting that good fortune. So good fortune with the tiger's eye coupled with the attraction of those opportunities with adventuring would be really nice. I am holding these two stones right now and they feel very cold in my hand, very powerful. I can feel their energy. Some stones you hold and they'll feel warm and some stones you hold, they'll feel cold and some you hold and they don't feel anything at all. But for me, green adventuring is really pulling cold. It feels like I'm holding some ice. So those are just some of the crystals that you can use. Now, if you're lucky and you have all of them, certainly put them on a crystal grid, set your intentions and work with them. Now, if you are new to having crystals or you don't have crystals and I've inspired you to go get a crystal, um, a simple way to use them is just place them one in your right hand, one in your left hand, and just kind of sit there with them and with their energy and say, hey, I need your help. And let them just kind of switch up your energy, if you will. They'll bring up your vibration, they'll bring up your frequency. And sometimes when you hold them in your hand, you'll feel them kind of ping off of one another. Uh, not dissimilar to how a magnet pushes and pulls. Um, that's how crystals will feel when you hold them in the right and the left hand. to you when you're working with manifesting wealth and abundance into your life is to not close yourself off in the ways in which it can come to you. Do not be picky on how wealth and abundance can come to you. Oftentimes we pigeonhole ourselves and think that wealth and abundance can only come through our work paycheck. It can only come through our what we can do, basically. I can get a second job, I can get a third job, I can get promoted, or I can sell something. You know, it's all about what's in our wheelhouse versus sitting back and saying, okay, universe, show me how you can bring wealth and abundance. I worked with someone and I said, all right, I'm going to try to manifest $300 for you. Do you, do you believe that I can do that for you? And they were like, yeah, I think that you can. Well, it went by for a little while and I didn't hear anything back from them. And finally I did. And they said, you know what? You did manifest $300 for me, but it didn't come in the way that I thought it was going to come. I got $300 worth of groceries given to me as a gift. So you got your $300. It just didn't come in the form of money or currency. Another person I um, had read for, and I said, hey, I don't normally usually say this, but I think that you're gonna have $500 coming to you. And I just left it at that. I said, take that with a grain of salt, you know, throw it in the bucket. If you don't think that that's gonna happen, that's great, but I think that you do. By me suggesting that you're gonna get $500, opened up her mind enough that the universe was actually able to bring her $500 and her not question it. She said, you know what's really funny? A friend of mine came to me and they wanted to gift me $500 because they just felt like they needed to. And normally I would have turned them down because I didn't want to feel indebted to them. I accepted it gratefully and thanked them for their kindness. 
And I took that as the $500 that the universe was providing me. The good thing is too, she got back with me several months after the friend had gifted her this money. And she said, you know what? My friend was actually blessed with money too. Um, so the $500 they gave me, they actually ended up being gifted $1,000 um, themselves. So it, it's like, pay it forward. It keeps going forward. So open your mind to the possibility that the universe can bring something to you. I want to say to my listeners, I'm going to ask the universe to bring you $25 worth of something, whether it's actual cash or a gifted something or something that you find, I'm going to ask $25. Now, I'm not going to put a timeline on this either. Um, the sooner the better, that's great. But I want to, the universe to have the ability to bring it when it needs to be brought. That's the other thing that we do. Sometimes we put a timeline on stuff. Well, I need 10 grand and I need it by Thursday. Well, sometimes the universe needs a little bit more time. There's some red tape that they got to go around. Um, not saying that they couldn't happen, but I'm saying we box ourselves in by the ways in which we think it can come and by the time frame we think that it'll get here. So just open your mind up to the possibility that the universe can provide to you. Up next, we'll do a card reading. I'm going to use the little card deck that I saw in the purple pouch that had the crystals on the back of the card. The card deck is Chakra Girl Spirit Cards, and it comes with a nice little guidebook. It's a very simple deck um, with little cartoon characters on them, and I think it's so sweet. Uh, we're going to ask one question today. I might pull three cards for this one question. I feel like it might be a three-card kind of day. But the question I'm going to ask is, what can I do or what can we do to change our vibration and manifest um, wealth and abundance into our life? So I'm just going to pick one card to begin with here. And um, that card that came out is Don't Give Up. It's so cute. It's got a little tiger on it. Uh, and it does say the words, don't give up on the card. It's a bright yellow card, which reminds me of our citrine crystal that I had out earlier, that warmth, that sunshine. Um, yellow is also, the solar plexus area is the center of our will. So making sure that we're following through with things. We're not giving up. I know sometimes when we start stuff, um, it's really easy to get discouraged. You know that I have, um, I'm telling you, I start these podcasts and I don't want to do them. But after I kind of give myself a pep talk, I'm really happy that I can complete it and I'm excited about it. Um, so the card is don't give up. So give yourself a little pep talk. When you're starting to get in that headspace of, I don't think this is going to work out. I don't know how this is going to happen. Like take a moment, give yourself a break and then like center yourself and say, okay, what is it that I need to do? What can I follow through with at this moment? The next card, let's shuffle the deck again. Oop. Again, how can I change my vibration to attract more wealth and uh, abundance? I did not just draw the same card. 
if not just draw, this is like a super reiteration. I don't know who needs to hear this. Follow through. Don't give up. Um, what is meant for you will not pass you by. It's one of my favorite, favorite sayings. What is meant for you will not pass you by. Just because you got a no on something else doesn't mean that that thing um, was the best for you. We sometimes think that it was the best for us, but it's not necessarily. Sometimes the no is a blessing in disguise. It's keeping you from something else. So for instance, if you went ahead and you, I don't know, bought that car that you wanted, if you bought that car, that car could have given you problems later on. You see what I'm saying? So if it was a no, it just means no for that for a particular reason because it wasn't meant for you protecting you. All right, the next card, two of the don't give up. Please give us a different card for this final, <laughs> for this final one. Oh, I like this. Okay, so we've got, oh, okay. We've got a green card and the little girl on the card has green hair. She's got a little heart barrette and she's got a little basket full of hearts and she's wearing this cute little green dress. And on the card, it says, spread kindness. Um, I'm really looking at this green because that green is abundance. I'm thinking of that jade adventurine uh, crystals that we were working with earlier. Um, and I like the spread kindness, you know. Sometimes our kindness to ourselves and the harshness in which we treat ourselves, right? So we feel like we've created our own problem. I got myself into the debt. I I have a spending problem. I this we are really harsh on ourselves. But by doing that, like it's nice to recognize it. Okay, you've recognized that there's an issue there. What are you going to do about the issue? Don't don't dwell on it. There's nothing we we can't change that. That's already happened. We can only change moving forward. So, don't dwell on it. Give yourself some grace and Act different. Do different. And if you mess up, don't give up. Go back. Give yourself some more grace. Be kind to yourself. I totally got taken out of the moment. I kept hearing something buzz. Um, and so I'm trying to figure out what the buzzing was. It's clearly not my phone. It's not my husband's phone. Uh, turns out it's not either of those things. My little dog is downstairs snoring and I'm actually hearing him snore. Um, so anyways, I liked both of these cards, even though it was a three card draw, the don't give up and give yourself grace and kindness. Um, you know, that green card, it could have been like show kindness to others and you are, but it's all about changing your vibration. And so if we are constantly harsh on ourselves, you're keeping yourself at a lower vibration. And in order to manifest, you need to be at a little bit of a higher vibration. You don't want to continue to manifest that I'm a piece of crap and I don't know how to handle my finances. You don't want to do that. You want to say, okay, yeah, I messed up, but I'm going to do better. You may not know how you're going to do better and you may not even know the steps to take to do better. But even saying that, changes your vibration and makes it a possibility. So make it a possibility by daydreaming, by using your imagination, and by letting the universe bring to you the abundance that you need.
January 23rd through the 27th, the moon will be in its waxing phase. And in this phase, it's a good time to start taking action. You know, we start at the beginning of January, not with New, New Year's resolutions, but more with mindsets and intentions. And now that we're kind of getting a little further into that, we've talked about how we can work on our heart chakra. We've talked about how we can uh, bring in abundance to our life. Now it's time to maybe start taking action on some of those items. Think about how you want to um, set in motion those things that we've really been working towards, whether that's going to be a vision board, maybe you're going to meditate, um, Maybe you're going to clean up your wealth corner. Whatever it is, take some inspired action. And when I say inspired action, sometimes you have to sit with yourself first to figure out what is the first incremental step that I can take. I always keep saying incremental. You want to start with a tiny, 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 minuscule step to get the ball rolling because once you do that, what's in motion stays in motion. January 23rd through the 27th, it's time to take your first step, whether that is researching, whether it's putting things in motion, whether it's making a plan, whatever it is, take that first step of the week of January 23rd through 27th. So my final thoughts on today's episode, you know, I was sitting in front of this book. It's called The Greatest Secret. This was wildly popular a few years back, and it's all about manifestation and how you can do that. And I opened it up. I saw that I had a little bookmark in here, and I read uh, the following. Most people believe that negative situations come from outside of themselves. They believe it's either people, circumstances, or events in the world that have caused the negative situations in their life. But nothing is inherently good or bad. There is neither good or bad, but thinking makes it so. Um, it's your thought as a person, circumstance, or event that the source of the negative situations in your life, not the actual person, circumstance, or event. I like that in regards to money and belief systems that we have, that it's neither good, it's neither bad, but thinking that it's good or thinking that it's bad makes it the reality. Um, but I didn't, I'm like, you know, I know this was bookmarked because I'm pretty sure that I've read this before um, on the podcast. So I was like, I'm not happy with that. Uh, so I opened it up to another, I asked them, please give me another page. And I kid you not, the page they had me open to was reactions, belief in disguise. Reactions are unconscious beliefs. Uh, I hope this, I haven't actually read this yet, so I hope this makes sense. Uh, it says another way to expose beliefs is through becoming aware of your reactions. When we react to something, it's because we have a belief buried within us that caused the reactions. Reactions are actually beliefs in disguise. For example, we receive our electricity bill, which is much larger than we expected. We react negatively. I'm just giggling because it's about, it's about money. Um, the belief that caused the reaction is the belief and lack of money. But like all beliefs, it's only true in our life because we believe it. Okay. 
So when I was talking about your money beliefs and stuff like that, you may have had a hard time trying to understand what your money belief is, but I love this because this kind of connects the dot. What is your reaction to money? What is your reaction? Because that is going to tell you what your belief is. I love that this kind of sums things up. And I'm telling you, things are so magical around here. They start with pulling a card and telling me, listen, creativity, imagination, get the ball rolling. And they're ending it with, let's wrap up the subject. Let's go ahead and say, this is what beliefs are and how you can find them. They're reactions. How are you reacting towards things? That's amazing. It says, when you react, you're identifying. And when you react, you're making something personal. Instead, just notice the reaction. Remember that it's in the mind that reacts. It is not you. It's the mind that identifies with things and makes things personal because it's coming from a perspective of a person. When you become aware of your reactions, by just noticing them in the moment, you not only take the power out of your mind to react, you also expose the belief that is hiding underneath the reaction. And once it's exposed, it will dissolve. So basically it's saying, listen, when you are having a reaction, give a moment to pause um, and to be aware that you're having this reaction. Notice that moment. And then that is going to take the power, the vibration, the frequency away from that belief and kind of dissolve it a little bit. It's going to change your vibration by just saying, oh, I see where this is a problem. So that would be my challenge to you for this week when it comes to money, when it comes to abundance, is see how you're reacting to things um, and see if you can just give pause to it and let it dissipate and then replace it. And you can replace it with some of these affirmations. I am a magnet for money. Prosperity is drawn to me. Money comes to me in expected and unexpected ways. I am worthy of making more money. I am open and receptive to all the wealth that life offers me. I embrace new avenues of income. I welcome an unlimited source of income and wealth in my life. I release all negative energy over money. Money comes to me easily and effortlessly. I use money to better my life and the lives of others. Wealth constantly flows to me. My actions create constant prosperity. I am aligned with the energy of abundance. I constantly attract opportunities that create more money. My finances improve beyond my dreams. I am the master of my wealth. I am able to handle large sums of money. My income is constantly increasing. A question I would like to ask you about your money beliefs is, if I felt confident with my money, I would. Just think on that for a little bit. What would you do if you felt confident with your money?
The next thing I would like to ask is, how would you honor your money? I honor my money by doing... How do you want to honor your money this week? Show it some respect. Show it some love. What are you going to do to show it some honor? I think these two questions are easy ways to kind of switch up your mindset and get you thinking on a different frequency. Give it a try. Well, if this podcast wasn't synchronistic, I don't know what was. I am so tickled with the messages that came through. I just know that somebody needed to hear this, even if that somebody was me. I just know that this was meant to be. Next week, we're going to continue our theme of January's energetic elements, and I believe we're going to talk about the root chakra. Until then.